my secret superpower is my knack for attracting anything pop culture like i don't even go looking for it it just comes to me and i know anything that's happening that's part of pop culture <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen that was flow hi i do not think i have any superpower but i do have a great hunger for entertainment all things entertainment the easiest way to get my attention or to change my mood if i'm in a bad mood is to put on anything movie or tv show related and that's it you have my 100% attention so yeah and that is tanvi hello special mention to our social media partners bollywood direct you can find them on facebook twitter and instagram at bollywood direct and we are continuing with our quintessential hindi movie series and to find out how we define quintessential check out our intro episode every podcast is divided into four categories fashion acting favorite songs and our favorite scenes Welcome to another episode of the Movie Wala podcast. I'm Flo and today we are talking about It was released in 1998 and the Prime Minister of India was Atal Bihari Vajpayee. And one significant thing that happened this year, unfortunately there were too many political things that were happening in India and nothing really significant happened. So this episode we're not going to have anything. So that's that. And coming back to the movie, it stars Shahrukh Khan as Rahul and Kajol as Anjali and Rani Mukherjee as Tina. This movie is directed by Karan Johar and produced by Dharma Productions and music is by Jatin Lalit. You know our joke. There are two people, <laughs> Jatin and Lalit. Right. And this movie is a story of two friends who are our best friends in college and another girl comes in college and the guy falls in love with her and at the same time the other friend who is Kajol realizes she's also in love with Shahrukh and the whole drama starts basically it's a story of broken hearts and drama and then some more drama <laughs> and, and then there's a happily ever after so we're going to start with fashion flo what did you think about the fashion of this movie uh-huh. so i think pretty much everyone knows that uh, the costume designer was manish malhotra he ruled hindi movies in late 90s and till like early 2000s so that was him so obviously you see manish malhotra everywhere he has his pretty sarees you know manish malhotra like clean sarees and everything but can we talk about the first half the fashion in the first half when they are in college I know. I I feel like okay the fa- I divide fashion as like the first half fashion and the second half fashion. The first half fashion as well as the set the set design they both are hideous atrocious like jarring they were hurting my eyes. A they are wearing all of these sporty clothes which make absolutely no sense. I don't remember anybody wearing it even in 1998 and nobody has ever since ever worn it except for people who follow movies for their fashion yeah. trends. So yeah, the first half of the movie has horrible clothing, like horrible horrible. I think like Karan Johar who is so now popular for fashion and you know introducing fashion to india he should like actually look back at this movie and give his honest opinion what did he think about his own movie it was so yeah. bad right so bad so bad and i really don't know what happened it almost felt like so, okay so this they like tanvi was talking about set design so they show college like the entire first half is set in a college and they show classrooms and everything and it's kind of like some cartoon version of a high school in america you know and not even that i mean it's not even true to that but 
the color is almost like the color combination has so the color in the classrooms and everything it's almost like you know it is a play school where kids under 5 go to <laughs> i know the colors are like purple yellow pink yeah. orange like where i have never seen such walls i mean i know in play school yes but even there it's like restricted to a classroom or yeah. a play area and then the rest of the school is still in like normal color tones which adults can deal with but this okay the first half is just ridiculous and the clothes that they're wearing is again like so colorful it's just like a paint shop vomited all over the first half of the movie and that chain that sharok is wearing which has like cool written on it with like this thick like ch- oh okay Sharukh Khan Sharukh if you have to say you're cool you're not cool <laughs> exactly it is like the first half i barely could sit through the movie for i mean for a lot of many other reasons but fashion one of them but like you said the sarees were beautiful hmm. in the second half which kajol is wearing mostly and i like that they are uh, all in like solid colors there were hmm. no prints and no work but again the two uh, lehengas uh, she wears one for her sagai and then for the wedding They are the ugliest lehengas I've seen in my yeah. whole life. Like I have seen some ugly lehengas. People have worn some ugly, ugly lehengas. These two were and the colors. Like who wears those colors? Like yeah, the dirty, dirty yellow and the dirty white beige brown. Oh, I was like, oh my god! And that jewelry, even the jewelry is disgusting. I'm like, if this is like, I I pity people who must have followed this trend on their. Oh, trust me, and I think they did follow because I used to see a lot of guys in Delhi wearing. t-shirts and you know all these things which has this dkny written on it oh my god yeah so i do feel sorry for them even the girls i know a lot mm. of girls who followed this kajol's uh, outfits for their sagais and sh- weddings and oh. i think they still do because they think this was what is popular in movies and it's still in and it's so not in so yeah so that was our uh, take on fashion now that we've let everything out of us because we were while we were watching the movie we were cringing so much at the fashion now it's out and we're feeling better <laughs> now let's talk about the best part about this movie the songs what did you think about the songs oh i loved the music in the movie that was one part which i was 100% sure that i will love it regardless mm. of how ever i felt about the movie all the songs there was not a single song that i felt like oh my god let's fast forward this so this is not good the tunes are really melodious the hmm. lyrics are good so one trivia about this uh, music part is like karan johar wanted javed akhtar to write the songs for this movie mm. so he went to javed akhtar and said he's making a movie and it's called kuch kuch hota hai and javed akhtar was completely like kind of repelled by the name kuch kuch hota he's like ye kaisa naam hai <laughs> <laughs> and then um, i think you know he kind, they kind of couldn't come uh, on um, agreement with the name so mm. they like naturally didn't write and then eventually samir wrote the lyrics which are perfectly great i i'm quite impressed that how because even when i think about the word kuch kuch hota hai on its own and not in reference to the movie i'm like who's going to like what kind of a name is kuch kuch hota hai like how did that even come to your mind You know, even if you translate it, like something, something happens. Yeah. <laughs> What kind of rubbish is that? So yeah, I mean, I, even I would have been like, like, do change the name of the movie. Yeah. Like, kuch kuch hota hai just doesn't sound right. Javed Akhtar being Javed Akhtar, oh my god, I can totally see him like rolling his eyes and looking down on Karan Johar for coming up with such a name. I I know. So yeah, but uh, having said that, I feel hmm. like Sami did a great job, and the yep. song kuch kuch hota hai completely changed the perception of that phrase, and you don't really think it as like. Like kuch kuch hota hai, you start thinking it as like kuch kuch hota hai. You know, you would think like that. So that was nice. So 
Yeah, and I really like that song of Heartbreak, the first one when it comes uh, right when Shah Rukh tells Kajol that he loves Tina, the Rani Mukherjee's character. But that uh, folky song, but it was my favorite even back mm-hmm. then and even now listening to it. Other than the title track, I really like Yeah, about uh, Heartbreak songs, I feel like, you know, most, most of the Heartbreak songs that I end up liking, I think it's the same case for you as well, I think, because we've spoken about it. It's always like uh, if it is if it has like folk element to it, we feel the heartbreak even more. I think it's just us being Indian and we kind of respond to it better. I think like yeah. our heart responds to it better or our emotions respond to it better. Right? So this song also has that folksy element in it. Yeah. Which one was your favorite song? I liked all the songs actually. Even Koi Mil Gaya, Larki Badi Anjani Hai. Yeah, pretty much all the songs I think. And like Tami was saying when I was watching the movie because I was eye rolling so much in the first half. <laughs> But even in the first half, whenever the songs would come up, I would just like go back into that zone of wow, it's so beautiful. So yeah, the songs are still amazing. They've aged really well. So the songs are first class. However, I have something to say about the hmm. background music, especially in the <laughs> beginning. It is there is something really jarring about it. It's so loud and it's completely out of sync with the movie. Hmm. And I was like, what is happening? Why is this background score so loud? And it's kind of like he was giving cues to you with this music and drums in the back about what you're supposed to feel and what is going to happen. Like he's setting the tone with the background score like way too loud before something happens. Like he didn't trust his storytelling enough uh, to let the audience respond organically. Like it almost felt felt like, you know, he pushed, pushed the music. Yeah. Even that scene where she's about to talk about her mother like you know Rani Mukherjee dies in this movie guys it's not a spoiler alert this happens in the first 10 minutes of the movie so uh, the daughter is like has a debate or whatever and has to talk about mother and then as mm. soon as she see reads the word ma there's this background score starts which is so loud and it's so sad and it's like like I, I can't even like make a sound to convey what kind of music it was but it was just like what is happening right now like why are they trying to make me sad like let the scene do it if it is going to do it right. if not so that was like for once because we've seen like seven other movies mm. before this and none of those movies the, the i had never had like the background score never stood out in a any negative way it mm. was always like you know it was doing its job and i never kind of focused on it in any specific manner but over here i was like even you were you were like you know what is happening like why is this background score so jarring yeah and also like a lot of times it almost felt like ekta kapoor serial music it's it was it did not stand up to the standard you know that a movie is supposed to have the background music was pathetic like at least the first half of it yeah the background music is supposed to be like seamlessly woven into the story and people are not supposed to know that you know it is a background score you know it's it has to be part of it but here it just stood out and we were like wow you know we haven't noticed it in our, in other movies i'm sure people will wonder like why are we gi- we have why have we given like good 2 minutes to background score <laughs> because yeah. like nobody thinks about it but it's for good reason you're not supposed to think about it exactly you are having to there's something wrong yep all right so our next segment is our acting what did we think about the acting chops of everybody in this movie again i think everything about this movie is like first half and second half and you will know wh- why we are saying this when we when you actually rewatch the movie okay so the acting in the first half was as horrible as the fashion in the movie <laughs> you are so right whatever we spoke about fashion in the first half you know apply the same thing to the acting chops also in that it was so over the top it was horrible <laughs> like 
they were trying to portray Shahrukh Khan and Tina as very cool, and especially Shahrukh Khan. He's portrayed as this very cool, you know, college kid. Oh my god! But it did not work at all. And I know Shahrukh Khan is just cool as it is, you know. Like he has it in him. He doesn't even have to act cool. But what Karan Johar was doing, because I feel like a, a, an actor is as good as a director. So I think Karan Johar wanted a cool character, and he asked Shahrukh Khan to act cool. And I think that was the biggest mistake because when you act cool, you're not cool. And especially a person like Shahrukh Khan who's actually cool, you know. So yeah, that was bad. What what did you think, Tanvi? I just want to mention, like, we talk about Shahrukh as if he's like our buddy. Oh yeah. Like, so you know, like, we know Shahrukh. So Shahrukh's cool. Like, yeah. Shahrukh, like, yeah. 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 We know Shahrukh. Oh, absolutely. We follow him on Twitter, so we know Shahrukh. Yeah. Like we've seen all his interviews. Is what we mean when we say we know Shahrukh. But yeah, I completely echo your thoughts on all of this. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Everything like the first half of the movie, except for Rani Mukherjee, because I felt. Rani Mukherjee was actually kind of subtle and controlled. Hmm. She was not over the top. She was like she was supposed to play this really like a bimbo kind of a hot girl, but she brought grace and class even to yeah. that. Like she was hot without trying to be hot. So and Rani Mukherjee is not hot. Like per se, she's not hot, but she was able to pull off being hot without trying to be hot. So that was good. So I felt hmm. like Rani Mukherjee got ten on ten. I agree. Kajol was. Okay, but way like her, I I felt like her. I don't know how to say it. Like her mouth was moving in a very exaggerated way. Like when she would hmm. say the dialogues, she would open her mouth like Rahul. I like I don't know how to like people can't see me right now, but yeah. Uh, and Sharukh, you already. I I don't have to repeat it. Like you already nailed it. Like yeah, that's exactly how I felt about it. Yeah. All the other characters were kind of like goofy, cartoonish, like uh, Anupam Kher mm-hmm. and uh, Archana Puran Singh, who plays Mrs. Braganza, which became a really popular character. They all are overacting, but they are still within the realm of the character they're given. So they're not mm-hmm. overacting to make you look overacting. They're just doing the character, which is supposed to be crazy. But the other two people, they are not supposed to be crazy, and they come across as crazy, which is yeah. <laughs> which is what is crazy. So. So overall, it you know it was very loud and like you said, I completely agree about Rani Mukherjee because I thought she nailed it. You know, she she was the only person who actually did like very subtle emotions and acting. Yeah, so that was that. But coming coming to the second half of the movie, the acting. Oh gosh, guys, there is this huge difference between the first half and the second half, and you just see it. Second half, me and Tanvi, we were sold. Like we. Got back into the movie. We actually felt that they are two separate movies. Then hmm. first half of the movie, which is kuch kuch hota hai, trying to be DDLJ, and then hmm. the second half of the movie, kuch kuch hota hai, trying to be hamab ke kon. So when he's trying to be DDLJ, he's going way too overboard. But when he's trying to be hamab ke kon, because hamab ke kon is subtle, he's still staying towards the subtlety of the uh, movie making. Yeah, and they seem like completely different actors. Yeah, exactly. Sharuk, I was mooning over him in the second half, and Kajol, obviously, you know, she was just being Kajol in a good way. You know, she was doing her job, and it was amazing. And uh, Salman Khan, do you want to talk about your Salman Khan? <laughs> I do want to talk about my Salman Khan because, okay, so the reason it's my Salman Khan is because I used to be a fan of Salman Khan till like early mid two thousands. Until after that, he went crazy, and I was like, okay, now I can't be on board with this guy. Mm. But till then. 
and in this movie specifically he his character is so perfect like he mm. he does everything right and he's actually acting so he has this kind of a western accent but that is fine because he's from london so okay you know it's not a british accent but it is some accent and i'm <laughs> like okay <laughs> i'll go i'll i'll go along with it and then he is good to his mother in law to be reema lagu and like flashback to maine pyar kiya my favorite scene which is between salman khan and reema lagu and oh my god again a shout out to reema lagu she was like picture of grace but back to salman khan his scenes with everyone are perfect the way the characters portrayed to look with the kajol with reema lagu with salman khan or with sharukh khan and with sharukh's daughter yeah they all are perfect so I felt like Salman was a highlight for me in the second half of the movie hmm. along with Reema Lagu. Uh, I agree uh, but I also think that Shah Rukh also was highlight. <laughs> so yeah, Salman Khan yeah Tanvi is like a like she said she's a fan of Salman Khan. I am also but not was sorry was a fan of Salman Khan yeah. But I love 90s Salman Khan but then if you can call me a fan I think it would be like Shah Rukh Khan's fan so. So yeah, for me second half Shah Rukh Khan was back to his DLJ Shahrukh Khan days where he was making me fall in love with him so yeah yeah like i saw glimpses of DLJ mm. Shahrukh but i think having just seen DLJ last week i felt that was perfection that Shahrukh i'll run away with mm. but any other Shahrukh version i haven't yet seen which is like matching up to it so i'm going to actually we're going to rewatch all these movies right and i'm going to analyze like which other Shahrukh is going to match up to raj yeah i think i would run away with raju bangia gentleman wala Shahrukh and kabhi ha kabhi na Shahrukh i think these are three Shahrukhs i would run away with happily <laughs> sorry husband <laughs> <laughs> I would probably like go out with the Shahrukh of Kabhi Haan Kabhi Na. Hmm. I wouldn't run away with him because he's kind of not made it in life and I need some kind of stability. <laughs> so I like go out with him hmm. and then we'll see if my career is fine then I might consider. But yeah, but with Raj, I don't care if he's doing anything or not doing anything. <laughs> if I have to like support him. <laughs> I would still marry. I mean, I'll run away with him again, marry. Oh, yeah, we we are still hungover from our DDLJ watch. Oh god, I'm so in love with that Raj character. Oh my god. We are so sidetracked. Let's get back to kuch kuch hota hai. So now that we have figured out all the acting, let's talk about our favorite scenes. So, mm. Flo, tell us what were your favorite scenes? Even though I was hating on the first half so much, I still had a couple of favorite scenes of mine, <laughs> which obviously included Rani Mukherjee. So one of the scenes that I really liked was when uh, when Kajol is shown as a tomboy in college so you know she's always dress, dressed like a tomboy and Rani Mukherjee is dressed like this hot chick in college so so there's a scene where Kajol comes to college one day where she thinks she's dressed like a hot chick but obviously you know she's just like dressed very colorfully and everything and the entire college is laughing at her and Rani Mukherjee sees that and like Tanvi was saying you know her acting is so subtle and so well done she doesn't say much but you can actually tell that she feels for Kajol for doing this i think that's the first time she kind of realizes that maybe Kajol is in love with Shahrukh Khan so i thought Rani Mukherjee's eyes and you know she she does like i said she doesn't say much at all but it just shows so that was one scene that actually stood out to me so like just piggybacking on that scene hmm. when we were talking about it remember we were like why are these people laughing at kajol's uh, outfit even though she's trying too hard because they all are dressed ridiculously <laughs> so that's exactly we were like okay yeah okay she is wearing a bright pink color outfit and you all are wearing orange blue and green like how is that any different you all look alike i we did it like the purpose of the scene was to make kajol look outlandish but yeah. she was not looking outlandish 
at all. Okay, I'm losing. I'm losing my mind laughing about it. You're so right. Me and Tanvi were eye rolling so much at whatever everyone else was wearing, and then. These guys were laughing at Kajol for wearing something that is exactly what they were wearing. We we're like, oh my god, isn't that ironic? <laughs> It is ridiculous. So yeah, uh, one of my favorite scenes was actually in the second half, which is between Shahrukh and Kajol, is when they kind of um, go back and start talking about their college days and remind uh, that they used to play basketball. And then the kids are like, okay, let's have a match now versus mm. you guys. So, and then you know, Kajol in the second half is shown to be a little more ladylike, and she's poised, and you know, she behaves like a teacher. And then suddenly, when she has to play basketball with Sharuk, so yeah, she goes back to being that same college girl who, uh, you know, ten years later again. And I felt like that was a good example because I feel that's what happens all the time. Like no matter how mature you become. Or how much ever you know you feel you're poised and whatnot. As soon as right. you meet your old friends, all your class and poise is like yeah. out the door. And another scene that I really enjoyed was again in the first half, but I think it was around uh, the intermission where Kajol is kind of upset, and I think her dad is sick or something, so she has to go to her hometown, and so she's already on the train. Guys, the train, Kajol and Shahrukh Khan, DDLJ. So it was almost like Karan Johar was giving a nod to DDLJ. So she's on the train already, and then you know Sharukh is there looking for her, and then she finds he finds her, and that is also the scene when Rani Mukherjee again she actually says that you know maybe if I hadn't come between them, maybe you know something could have happened between them. So she where she feels that you know maybe she uh, came between what could have been possibly their love story. So that was a scene that I really enjoyed, and then it was really nice to see them again back at the train station, but you know in a different way. Yeah, so. I like that. Yeah, I know. I liked all of Rani. Mm. I think I liked all of Rani's scene, and I liked all of Salman's scene. So, mm. like, <laughs> like my, I mean, Kajol and uh, Shahrukh were fine, and they had like their good and bad moments both. But all the scenes of Rani are good, and all the scenes yeah. of Salman are good. So that you know, something has to be said about that. And I actually liked. I found. I mean, I wouldn't say I liked it, but I thought it was cute when uh, there's a phone call between Anupam Kher and Arjuna Puran Singh mm. in the first half, where Arjuna Puran Singh. Called Calls him for some kind of work, and he's all like, you know, because he has a crush on her. He's all like turning and twisting in bed and like acting. So it's like little cartoonish, but mm. I felt like only Anupam Kher can pull it off. Like when I look at it, I was like, you know, this guy has a conviction to bring real life. Like I can, I mean, not that I've ever done it or I can relate to it, but I feel like this is exactly somebody would do if they were like had a crush and they called and they would twist and turn in bed. <laughs> So I was like, I thought I was cute. And uh, now um, another scene that I uh, that I liked was in the second half of the movie where um, it has Salman Khan. <laughs> so uh, this is a scene where Salman Khan also ends up at the same summer camp that Kajol and Shahrukh are there with Shahrukh's kid and you know all the other kids. So Salman meets Shahrukh Khan and then he finds out that Shahrukh Khan and Kajol were like college buddies. So it's a very cute scene where Salman asks Shahrukh Khan, you know, when Kajol is not around, asking. So Salman asks Shahrukh, you know, so how was Anjali in college? And I thought that was very interesting because it's like somebody who knows you in your college days or in school days, you know, they know. It's not like you, you're two different people, but I feel like you know they know a version of you that others who meet you later in your life may not know. So it was kind of like an interesting thing where you know Salman wants to know about how she was in college, you know, because the Kajol that he knows is the Kajol who's very Very poised and you know graceful and very feminine and everything. But you know, there's this another version of herself that was in college. So 
I thought that was like an interesting take on. You know how when you meet somebody at a certain stage in life, you know, that person knows you, knows this side of you and then another person knows the other side of you. So it's kind of like very interesting. So I thought it was very cute. The, and the way Salman asked Shah Rukh, so adorable. Yeah. And then there is this um, last scene which I want to mention and I don't want to say it's my favorite because I think this is the scene which makes the movie and I'm yeah. 100% sure anybody who likes the movie or has seen the movie would like be like, yeah, okay, this is the scene because Shah Rukh has to do as Flo says, Shah Rukhiness. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's a scene where uh, they're playing Damsharas at the camp and then it suddenly starts raining so Shah Rukh takes... Uh, Kajol's hand and takes her by some kind of a shed or somewhere uh, like a gazebo and then you know they're dancing and there's no music but they're just like kind of doing ball dancing and he's just being extremely romantic and sensual and sexy and so yeah that is like a scene which is definitely going to melt hearts and oh yeah like romance you're gonna like that yeah so the and the sa- red sari that kajol is wearing in the scene is what kind of makes the scene as well like sharuk does his sharukiness and then there's <laughs> kajol sari which adds to the whole like the scene like so that sari also is a very pivotal part of that scene yeah that red sari is the most gorgeous red i've ever seen you know it's just like solid red sari red done right yeah i think this is probably we we did like half of the movie but we had most number of scenes that we've liked in a movie so far i, I i'm guessing I'm that's true for all the hate that we've been giving for the first half of the movie we you're right we've actually liked a lot more scenes than other movies wow so probably like the scene like independently there were a lot of things that's what i realized even we said yesterday right? there are things like i appreciated the maturity with which the topics of you know uh, a kid whose mother's passed away is dealt or how you know finding out that there are two people in love with the other person and you don't really have to hate on that person you kind of still feel compassion or from Salman's character where you're realizing the girl you're marrying probably doesn't love you but you're still trying to figure it out without being like nasty and mean about it so there's a lot of maturity and the way you know people have shown on the better side of things so those are the highlights of the movie but as a complete movie it was kind of like a caricature of what it could have been but it was like just the jarring colors and the dialogues and these prompts to make us cry and Mm. then this this whole wannabe the whole movie has a little bit of a wannabe vibe overall especially the first half especially the first half in the second half it's just like in bits and pieces when they're doing things like the camp scenario or Mm. little bit of things like when they're trying to show off like the flamboyance is a little out of you can show people being rich how how Zoya Akhtar shows people right. being rich. You know, they're rich in their normal life. Mm. They don't have to like kind of throw it around to me. Right. So I felt like the movie was like, it could have been so much more, but it wasn't. Yeah. But but I, I remember reading somewhere that Karan Johar mentioned in one of the interviews that, you know, when he watches it now, uh, and even Kabhi Kushi Kabhi Gam, he say he mentioned that he still cringes at some of the things that he has shown on screen. And then for Kuch Kuch Hota, his thing is like, it's not justifying it, but he's, he just says that he wrote the story when he was 24 and he directed the movie when he was 26. So I guess 
when you're 26, I think you see things differently. I, I agree. You know? But then, you know, we have DDLJ. And that there's a guy who it was also his first film and even he didn't know what is happening. I mean, yeah, you know, and having said that, like you can, there are a lot of people, I what, Bill Gates became Bill Gates when he was way young, right? Mm. And Mark Zuckerberg became Mark. I mean, I don't think age has anything to do with the quality you can put out there. Yes, age can kind of change the way you perceive emotions mm. and your maturity towards. Uh, but in that department, he's done good. Like, yeah. He's mature enough to show relationships as mature. So actually, he did better in things which you should be doing when you get older. He kind You're of right. didn't like the whole I think the whole problem with the wannabe part of the film. Mm, exactly. Like it shouldn't have tried to be cool. It should have just like been like chill. I remember when we were watching the movie we were saying that I wonder if Karan Johar or Manish Malhotra ever went to a real, real college, you know? Like, it almost seemed like it was like a college that existed only in their minds. I know, even if they were, like, inspired by uh, Western films or any other country's films, which film? Like, I've never seen any film except for cartoons or, like, you know, Simpsons and <laughs> American Dad. Those colors are only in there. I have never seen them anywhere else. So I don't know where they got there. At least not on planet Earth. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now on to the most fun segment of our episode. Where we try and recast the movie with actors from today's generation. All right. So we haven't thought anything, but I get so scared. Like now eight movies in, we keep saying the same names again. again. Half of your recasting is Ranbir Kapoor. <laughs> Like you cast Ranbir Kapoor and Deepika and everything. I know. <laughs> like, what the heck? Uh, or Alia. <laughs> or Alia. Those are the three options Flo has for every single character. <laughs> okay, so now that we are on our ninth podcast and we have run out of all the options and we don't want Flo to say Ranbir Kapoor <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so we have decided we're just going to have like a common casting, which is like me and Flo, we together come up with four names with a lot of struggle. Mm-hmm. And uh, these are the four people we'll cast in this movie. Okay, so we have decided we are going to cast Aishman Khurana as Rahul and Sushant Singh Rajput as Aman and, and Anushka Sharma as Anjali. And finally, we are going to cast Ileana de Cruz as Tina. Yep, there you go. Uh, we, we think they all can do a justice to their characters, but... Let's see. We hope this movie is never made though. (laughs) It wasn't that good. So just as a disclaimer, we would like to mention why we chose this movie on this list, even though we were very hesitant of seeing it because we already know what's going to happen. So when we were talking, when we were thinking about all top 10 movies, you know, this name came up and uh, we, uh, we knew for sure that when we rewatch it, we are going to cringe and eye roll a lot, especially on the first half, but we still decided to put it in there. Because it is quintessential, you know, it is very quintessential in the sense it has songs, it has boy meets girl, it has love and it has emotions and everything that makes Hindi movies, you know, what they are. So yeah, we had to put them in. So it's not a bad movie, guys. It's just the first half is so over the top. Like you almost, your eyes hurt because of the color and, you know, the the acting. But the second half kind of redeems itself. But then you need to give like at least an hour and a half before you get to the second half. So that is where we are like, oh, I don't know if it's worth giving that first half. Oh, well, why don't you all watch it and let us know what you thought on social media by Yay. using the hashtag Moviewala Podcast. Or follow us on Instagram, again, at Moviewala Podcast. And we'll see you next week with our last movie for the series. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.